0: Drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this is a show where we take a K drama, we watch it four episodes at a time, and then we get together here every week to talk about it.
1: Yeah, this week we watched episodes mm, counting in my head 9, 10, 11, 12. Episodes 9 through 12. Counting in my head <laughs> and then out loud for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> of Signal
0: the of signal. Yeah. And they were not dark in the way that I thought they were going to be.
1: Mm-mm. They were I dark think, in a special way. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Yeah. I think last week we were both like, it's going to get dark. It's going to get messy. They're going to make the bad guys start winning. This watchdog guy is going to have his moment in the in the sun. And it's gonna be all about him, and then he was like, "Hi, I'm still taking a back seat. Welcome to the chaos that is this sexual assault case from the nineties
1: <laughs> that I was there for um uh, what yeah, um, that so episodes eleven and twelve, but more importantly, episode twelve was challenging. On a lot of levels for me. Because we all know that my, among my top absolute irrational fears is being falsely accused of a crime. But is this a situation in which our good boy uh, Young's brother was falsely accused of a crime? Or is this a situation where his brother did commit gang rape? Either way super incredibly fucking tragic and difficult to sift through and uh, emotionally process. It's on
0: the tail of episodes 9 and 10 where we dealt with a serial killer who was targeting women and it honestly, when it showed him being abused as a child and then the little puppy that he had
1: dying. Oh my god. I, I almost texted you
0: and was like, I don't know if I can finish this show.
1: Yeah, I, I also almost texted you and said, as per my universal rule, if the dog dies, we have to turn the show off.
0: We knew it was going to ha- like, My brain assured me that that was not going to be the same dog ten years later that he was still abusing. So I knew it was going to die, but it was still like, I don't know. Obviously the mom mistreating the son was much more like visual and much more nauseating. I think, I, I don't know. Have I changed? Like am I a weaker person now? Cause I feel like I love a good crime show. I love darkness, but there's something. And I think it's, the basis in reality, I guess. But there's something about we watched what was our good ghost show this year? With the three dragons.
1: Um oh when we watched The Guest?
0: The Guest. I keep wanting to call it the Ghost. It's not the Ghost. In the Guest. I feel like there was so much darkness, but it all went back to like, well, there's this demon and that's what's dark. And To me, that's so much more appealing than being like, well, there's psychological
1: trauma,
0: and that's what happens. It's like, oh, I don't want to deal with that. I want some escapism from real life. And this show's like, no. How about the darkest reality that exists? That's what's happening. That's what we're focusing on. Here's Cha Soo Hyun trying to deal with her trauma, And here's everyone else and their trauma and why they're inflicting these pains upon others. And I'm just like, is this fun for people? Yeah, did I change? Am I just weaker? I don't know. Did I used to enjoy this
1: kind of stuff? I think it just feels different. Because I'm with you and I don't know why I am also... Maybe we're delicate because life has been busy. We don't have the most emotional bandwidth to process things that we used to just have a blast processing. Because, yeah, we were huge Criminal Criminal Minds fans in our day. We watched the episodes just last year, merely a year ago. I watched, like, the first two seasons of Criminal Minds, totally invested um, Ooh, just to so good. yeah just like a throwback you know go back to the good old days see what it was like remember those things and I was totally fine and then yeah watching Signal one thing I was grateful for I will say as part of our review they did step it up as far as doing like criminal profiling and actually like giving a reason first of all for the uh, type of mental trauma someone has to endure to become a serial killer, essentially, to inflict trauma back on the world. Uh, That was a good addition. It was incredibly difficult to watch. I think it's, I think with this show, what makes it more difficult is the same thing we described last week, where we talked about the way things are shown. Nothing can be implied or talked about They have to show us everything because it was hard knowing that he abused that dog. It was harder seeing the outcome of what his mother did to the dog. It was hard, like, if they had said, if they had heavily implied and then talked about the abuse he endured from his mother, it would have been one thing and tough, but also a really good explanation and not so emotionally difficult to deal with to as it was to watch it, and then also watch the trauma he inflicted on the world. And yeah, there's just they show it this this show pulls no punches. They display everything for you and talk about it. And then sometimes display it again. And then sometimes you know something is coming and you think, well, maybe it won't hurt as much as I think it's going to, and then it does, because It's all very challenging topics.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like, well said. I feel like a little bit called out because last week and the week before we were like, we need backstory. (laughs) What's the reason? Why are these people doing these crazy crimes? And then they give it to me and I'm like, no, I don't want to watch the show anymore. (laughs) It's bumming me out. I'm out. I take it back. They take it back, it's too sad. But, like you said, they could have just told us that his mom abused him. They didn't have to be like, hi, here's her shoving him in a bag. How does this make you feel? Like, a bit sad, guys. A bit sad. (laughs) Uh, And, again, I don't know. I don't know anything about, you know, like, mental capacity Or, like, neurodivergence or depression. But I feel like it seems like a lot to just be like, his mama's depressed. Ma'am, are you? Is that what depression looks like, is shoving your kid in a bag?
1: Yeah, no, it makes me a little bit insane because sometimes it feels like in K-dramas, they take a mental health Issue, like just one, just one that has so many degrees and dynamics, and they assign it as the cause of something that. the cause of something that really has nothing to do with the mental illness, right? Because a lot of people with depression don't do that. Like, I don't think what. first of all, I don't think what she had was depression, based on the overwhelming evidence that people with depression. Don't abuse people. In fact, depression is more like if it was negligence, right? Because negligent abuse, right? Yeah, because depression makes you not want to, like, leave your bed, right? Like, I've gone through depressive episodes where it legitimately was difficult to, like, wake up in the morning actually the only things that usually got me up were like remembering that I had a dog that probably needed me enough that it was it it was that push and even then like I don't know it it's just nuts to me to to say she had depression and so was abusive it's like I guess they never make that actual like point right they don't say she was abusive because of depression. They say something more along the lines of, she was depressed, dot, dot, dot. Also, he was abused. So they don't say, but they don't say anything else about her mental health status, right? So it's kind of Mm -hmm. that. So are we inferring that, or is it, because of her depression that he wanted to kill women who were depressed. I guess I just didn't really understand because it's like, they gave us all this information. Um, And maybe it has a clearer answer than I'm making it out to have.
0: Yeah. But it just felt a lot like his mom was depressed and thus she abused him. And like, I don't know if that's how depression works. I don't think so. But at the very least it's, an extreme interpretation, a huge stereotype and misrepresentation of a disease. It's like, uh, okay, try your least. I see you, signal. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, but then that's like what we get. That's the backstory we asked for, I suppose, is being like, do you want to watch a kid be abused? No, ma'am. I do not. Okay, do you want to watch Cha Su Hyun deal with the trauma of getting a bag put on her head and then almost murdered? And, and, like, almost worse, I would say, is being essentially blamed for the next, what, like, freaking 20 years or so, 10 years, as even in the present timeline... Homeboy kept being like, I mean, it's kind of your fault, like, that you couldn't remember. I'm pretty sure four different
1: people said that to her in
0: different, in varying degrees.
1: The just absolute rampant victim blaming across most K dramas is pretty bad because it never in a single instance would ever occur to me to look at someone who had experienced trauma and say, People died because you experienced this trauma but didn't have memory no people died because that guy murdered them it is it is that simple like it really it genuinely is and it has nothing to do with the cops that could or could not catch that person as long as they're trying i mean if you legitimately if you're like the director who is like no 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 go ahead and close this case up i don't feel like it Maybe you can take a little bit of blame, right? But like all of these cops that are doing their level best to find information and then either blaming, getting blamed, or blaming themselves for not solving a thing—it's like, are you kidding? That is not how we need to be talking about these things. I don't like. Eh, maybe that's the point. Maybe we're. Maybe this is a show about how we all need to quit victim blaming, and that will be the real story by the end of it
0: (laughs) I hope so because it was actually killing me to watch Cha Soo Hyun be like I am clearly going through it I'm clearly trying to relive this trauma for the sake of being the hero of this story and turning it around and being able to help in a way that I couldn't help before and everyone being like I don't know if you should do that because uh, not not to protect your mental health, not because you shouldn't have to relive this trauma, but because you are useless and you already failed us <laughs> and we don't even need your help. You don't even remember anything. You, It's your fault. You already killed the women. So what's even the point? Uh, what? Parquet hey Young. You are coming at this from so many different angles, I don't even know what you're about. This is why we didn't do it. Do you, do We Ship It episode, because Parke Young and Cha Soo Hyun are the leads, and we clearly just can't be there for them.
1: No. Also, I maybe forgot about Do We Ship It, but also there's nothing
0: there. Also, there's nothing there. And we absolutely do ship... Uh, what's home homeboy's name? Jay-hun. Lee. Jay-hun. Lee Han, Lee Han, and Cha Soo Hyun. Of course we ship it. But, like, is it gonna happen? I'd say the end of episode 12 kind of, kind of sealed that. Yeah, I think he dies, so. I think he might have died at, like, the end of episode 1. <laughs> but we did find his bones at the end of episode 12, just to be sure.
1: So, uh... Close that case and close that. Put that ship away wherever ships get put away. I don't
0: know. <laughs> I Give that mean, ship a Viking funeral.
1: They have somebody kind of. Somebody set it on fire. Somebody set that ship on fire. It's not working. Um, I do. I mean, he. I guess he could come back, right? Because he's out here just changing the past. I did. So there were two things they did extremely. Well, one, very interestingly, let's do that first. The uh, Jehan changing the past simply by being encouraged to try harder. And so Mm -hmm. he therefore changed the events that would ultimately adjust the future. All of those people didn't die. It was no longer a cold case. Who knows what the, I guess, long-term consequences are. This does not seem to be a butterfly effect uh, type show because the unit still exists the cold case unit still exists everyone still has their current job there is no butterfly effect here it literally is just that those women survived and then there are other events almost certainly surrounding those women surviving that we will never know
0: Right? Like, in some ways, it's a butterfly effect show. We got the entire storyline when Cha Soo Hyun dies. And then they flipped it and reversed it. That didn't happen anymore. And then they were like, something even crazier happens. We catch the serial killer. But everything's pretty fine. We're pretty good. I I don't know if it's supposed to make me so tense going into the last four episodes of like, are we going to end the show with Park K. Young not being a police officer anymore? Like, I think that's the looming question going into this is like, do we change things so that he never becomes a police officer? He never becomes a profiler.
1: In which case... Is
0: that what's going to happen?
1: Yeah. In which case he wasn't there. To help with all of the cases, therefore he wasn't there. To say, try your hardest, and change which
0: restarts the time loop.
1: Yeah, and then it's a completely He's not different there show. For so there's no way that can happen, right? Or if if they do that, I'm interested to see how it's executed because it could be incredibly good. It's just that you have to then explain how all of the other things happened. And I don't know if you can, right? Like, I don't know. I I don't know if they can. Maybe they can. I just... I mean, that's
0: like, if they end with him not becoming a police officer, then the time loop restarts with Lee Jae-han on his own and time happening as it originally occurred, where all the cases... Are yeah unaffected by these two having the walkie talkie, and then freaking end of season two is beginning of season one, right? Is we restart the time loop with Lee Jae Han getting the walkie talkie? I don't know. I don't. And mean- there's too much time stuff, and I'm excited by it, but I'm super confused as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot to it. It's a little bit one of those brain buster things, right? It is. I mean, that's why time travel in general is hard to do because kind of as we mentioned in the first episode, you create paradoxes as you change timelines and deal with time travel stuff. And if your whole show is about those paradoxes and is able to confront those and all the new things that you've created, then that's one thing. But this show seems to be about a lot of other things and then (laughs) the paradoxes may or may not be created and I just I'm interested to yeah see how that all goes right now Mm -hmm. it just makes my brain hurt a little bit
0: yeah I think you saw me spiral a little bit there (laughs) just just a touch of the insanity that goes on when I try and think about all the timelines in this show
1: if it makes you feel better um You know, as Skype users, we encounter a lot of things. I did not see you spiral at all. Um, I heard it, but right now I've got a still screen of you beginning your spiral. You've covered one half of your face with your hand.
0: Yep, it's a full face palm. I also (laughs) can see that frozen screen. My computers, my Skype, my something is just not here for my video anymore. (laughs)
1: Whatever is happening, it's not happening with it Welcome
0: to the worst Skype advertisement in the world (laughs) It's K. we use Skype and we highly do not recommend it
1: Yeah, and don't even come for us Skype Because if you come for us, I will come for you right back It has been years and we might be your last loyal customers
0: (laughs) And that's only because we've bought so much software to record through (laughs) Skype we're committed. We're too deep in.
1: We uh, we never meant to get to this point, but Skype should probably treasure us. <laughs> um. So the other thing that they did really well before I forget, because I absolutely will forget. Um. I w- loved. Uh, let's see. It was Hey Young, uh, Park Young gave a little speech. It's tricky, because he gave the speech to someone who had suffered trauma at the hands of a person he was He was not necessarily defending the murderer, the serial killer, but he was making a very excellent point, which is to say, usually it's some pretty deep mental trauma that would cause a person to do the things that he did and enact the pain that he enacted. And if maybe someone could have just reached out to him, uh, things would have been very different. Because in a very real sense, despite being a monster, he was also a victim. And I just think that that's such an important point to make. that two realities that seem conflicting can exist in the same space, right? Like, he was a monster. He needed to be stopped. He deserves to go to prison, he did terrible things. That can exist in the same space with he was a victim of abuse and of a system that wasn't built to identify that abuse and help people out of those situations. And, like, I just think that that is such an interesting point to make. I don't know if it was best to make that point to Cha soo Hyung because um oh God. that yeah. there was another truth and it's that she is entitled to her own pain and the trauma that she suffered at this man's hands and that is also completely 100% valid and she doesn't owe him anything including forgiveness just because he was also a victim.
0: Yeah, like I... Uh- I'm glad that you enjoyed that. I hated it. I thought that
1: was
0: (laughs) the worst. Like, definitely not the worst. There were a lot of hard points in these four episodes. But yeah, like, know your audience, bud. Congrats, you have a point about this person needing help. Yeah, they needed help. But I also feel like he didn't. I, maybe he didn't have the understanding, the vocabulary, the wokeness that we have in 2021 of being like that dude needed therapy because the way he phrased it was like that dude just needed a smile. A he friend. needed a friend, and nobody was nice to him. And I think, like, it seems like maybe you crossed you crossed paths with him, and maybe you weren't nice to him. And maybe <laughs> maybe that's why he kidnapped you. Maybe that's why he almost murdered you. It's Like, that's what it felt like listening to it. And I was like, I know that's not your point, but I honestly cannot hear anything that you're saying because why are you telling this to Cha Soo Hyun right now? You see how much she is going through reliving this trauma, trying to catch this guy, and she's the one that you're going to talk about? These, like, shower thoughts? Of, like, <laughs> Maybe, maybe if he'd been helped this poor abuse victim would not have murdered people. Like, no! Know your audience! Do not talk to her about that! Talk to literally anyone else! She's going through her own stuff right now. Shut your dumb mouth about feeling bad for this guy.
1: Go find the rookie rookie cop with the super cute face and tell him about it.
0: (laughs) Tell him how you feel bad for the serial killer. Do not tell the (laughs) victim... Of a kidnapping. Like, mm, but maybe we should have been nicer to him. What like,
1: if it was not his fault? It's like, uh, it's okay if she fucking hates this guy. Like, don't do this. Yeah. Don't do
0: this around her. <laughs> do this on your off day, homeboy. Oh I'm sorry she's your only friend. So this is not something you two can talk about together.
1: Uh Uh-uh. You've got to find a new friend if this is what you need to talk about. And also I get it because people are kind of monsters to him about his brother's case. I think, though, it's tricky because it's hard to understand exactly at what point in time certain things happen. Like, did she poke the bear of his brother's case after she learned that it was his brother's case? Or did she do it... Before, because if we go timeline-wise in the show, it was before, and she didn't know that she was poking a very sensitive spot for him. Uh, But if we understand that this show plays around a lot with time, and maybe it was a flashback to, like, earlier that day, earlier that week, she had a conversation with a person about this, her colleague, who almost didn't get his job because his brother was convicted of rape. I don't know. Yeah. It kind of feels like they're just there to poke each other's wounds at this point.
0: That's fair. <laughs> what is the relationship between you two and why is it so, Ooh, should we say it, toxic? Yeah. It's, it's a little toxic, you guys.
1: Absolutely volatile. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess if that's their vibe, then that's their vibe. It's just very original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Um, Can I also say one other moment? I'll just keep harping on this the whole time. There won't (laughs) be just one more. Here's another moment that I didn't enjoy, but this is more like funny, didn't enjoy. I didn't care that much. I just thought it was insane when Lee Jae-han and Park Hae-young were on the walkie-talkies and Lee Jae-han learns that Cha Soo-hyun is now a team leader She's, like, all grown up, and Park youngs like, don't you want to know what you become and what you're doing in 2015? And Lee jae was like, you know, I don't think so. I think I enjoy not knowing. Like, I tease my dad about wanting to know the future all the time, and it'd be, make me quite the hypocrite if I really, really wanted to know. So I'll just let things play out. I'll live my life as best I can. And I'll see you in 2015. And Park Hae Young's like, "I hear you, but no. Here's what happens. So, <laughs> so in 2015, you're, and then he gets cut off. I'm like, I'm sorry. Did you list? No. Park Hae Young, did you list?
1: He said he didn't want to know. What is Park? Who is Park Hae Young? Like, what? Who is he? The villain? Is he just a weird? Catalyst character? I don't know. Is that a crime? Can we arrest (laughs) you for
0: that? Because what are you doing? Like, telling someone their actual future seems like a big deal.
1: Yeah, he's out here disregarding everyone's feelings about everything for his own... Like you said, they are all of his thoughts are shower thoughts, and then he just has them out loud constantly. (laughs) I should tell him. I should tell... Hey, by the way... (laughs) Here's your future. Like he he was here's not hearing Jehan. He was thinking his weird thoughts.
0: Uh huh. And he is like, I kept my mouth shut while you talked. I honestly I didn't listen <laughs> to a word you said. I was focusing so hard on not telling you that you're dead. Now I'm gonna tell you that you're dead. Oh, finally you stopped talking. Now I can tell you your future. Thank God.
1: So listen. Here's the tea. <laughs>
0: That uh yeah, that feels like a violation. You can't just tell someone <laughs> that they're dead.
1: Nine one one. Um, I don't think that he killed that man that everyone thinks he killed, but I do think he's a criminal.
0: He's a criminal. It's a lesser <laughs> crime for sure. Should we talk about? I think his name's Anchi Su. Hmm. Yeah. He's got like tiny arcs all throughout the show you're like, oh, I like him. Oh, no, I hate him. Oh, he might be a good guy now. Nope, still a bad guy. <laughs> and then he dies. And then he gets and killed. you're
1: like, oh, I don't know if I care.
0: I don't know how much I care, I guess.
1: Yeah, like, do I care? Not necessarily that I care. I don't love that someone's being falsely accused of killing him. That makes me nervous, uh, as these things usually do. But yeah, I don't know. It's like I like his character. Yeah, every... For like 10 second time periods when he is being fine, I guess? When it seems like he's swinging in the direction of being good? He's he's an interesting character because I simultaneously do have feelings about him and also kind of forget he exists when he's not on the screen.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Like... (laughs) <laughs> now that he's not there, I don't really think about him, except in terms of Park Young being falsely accused, which even that has had very little effect on the show so far. They're like, you've got to stay inside, you're on lockdown because you maybe committed a murder, and he's like, I'm actually going on a road trip out of town, so I'm going to dig up a body, hi, bye.
1: Okay, I get what? to do what you want. Nothing <laughs> matters. Nothing matters. No rules actually exist. No wrong. Just right. I guess. I guess. No wrong, Goodbye. no right. Only choices? Time travel? <laughs> Is any of this real? Is this a fever dream?
0: <laughs> How interested are you in this Inju sexual assault case?
1: Um, As far as... Uh, the righteous feminist fury that comes with any young woman facing anything like this somewhat interested as far as it makes me incredibly anxious to confront most parts of this case and all of the things that come with it, not interested at all. I can't express how (laughs) much my brain attempts to eject itself from all of the parts of the Inju sexual assault case.
0: That's fair. I, yeah, it's really dark, obviously, but I think they're doing a really, really good job, and it's very unexpected that they took the approach of so much corruption, and they're revealing it really slowly.
1: Yeah, that is really cool, the way that they're, like the the Inju case it was not the beginning of the corruption that this entire show actually has been a slow reveal of, um, a much larger issue that's that's being shown in all of these cases in little ways. But yeah, the the Inju case is where it really starts to roll out. Um, but like you said, still slowly. Uh, but much. Much more quickly in context of the whole show building on this whole like corruption scheme.
0: Yeah, but slowly in terms of like, we start with a sexual assault, and then an attempted suicide is added on top, and then we see that there's this little gang of kids, and then the student council's somehow involved, and that was all a distraction. Now there's this injured cement company. That's the real guys. But who's at the top of that? We haven't even gotten to that part yet. Because the police are still, like, talking to all these kids and changing the stories and killing each other over this. And so much is happening. I think it's just a really, really well-written, like... Corruption storyline.
1: Yeah, they are doing an outstanding job with that because I think that corruption storylines are simultaneously incredibly cool and incredibly difficult to do well. And that is something that they are doing well. There are a couple of shows that we've watched that kind of deal with like long-term corruption cases. Uh, Like, I guess off the top of my head, uh, Healer... And the K2, um, both of which did it very well. And now we can add Signal. Signal does corruption well.
0: They're doing a good job. Because, yeah, I think it would have been really easy to say, like, there's this sexual assault case and all these kids have rich parents and so they're kind of getting off easy. And they've done that in this show before with the, like, Robert case of, like, This uh, ex-con got arrested for the crime, and obviously there's a pattern there, so he gets a pretty harsh sentencing, but also first-time offender happens to be a very rich kid, so he gets essentially no sentencing, and that's not fair, but instead of, like, repeating the storyline of, like, if you have a backer, there is no law, you can do whatever you want. They're like, no, 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 we need to dig deeper. This is a full mystery that we are unraveling over the course of like I don't know is it gonna be six episodes? That's insane. Yeah. And like you said, it might tie back to the beginning of the show even. So it'd be like sixteen episodes, pretty much entirely about this Inju Cement Company. Strap in, y'all.
1: <laughs> We're going on a journey. <laughs> that you didn't even know you were on until episode 12. Yeah! What is that? That's so cool! <laughs> yeah, incredibly well done. Yeah, because usually shows that do focus on corruption and, like, unraveling corruption also don't do it in such a subtle way. It's usually like, no, yeah. no. By episode 4, you know that this show is about corruption.
0: Yeah, like Stranger. Stranger's a really good show. Highly recommend but they're very upfront about being like, there's some freaky stuff going on behind closed doors. Let's uh, let's dive into this. This show? You don't even know. You don't even know what this show's about. <laughs> now we're in it. We're too deep in. We can't stop. And it's a corruption case. Boom. <laughs> we found our three line. I'm so sorry to interrupt. Do you want... Do you want any do you want a drink? Do you want me to get you a snack? I'll go grab you a, I'll go make you something really quick. Oh coming back. It's a Subway sandwich. It is a full <laughs> Subway sandwich well that done. I just happen to have in my kitchen. <laughs> I actually the only cups we have in the house are Subway cups. <laughs> so hopefully that's fine with you. Do you drink out of
1: Subway cups? Um, only when I'm uh like sometimes when I'm flipping through cases i I think you know somewhere I could really focus on like um maybe my job or really important details. I just you know I need like a subway sandwich, or yeah, I, like I do love to drink out of subway cups, you know when i'm it's kind of like a system I have to <laughs> to figure this out. Can I please get uh um speaking of subway sandwiches, you know, like can I get mine toasted on wheat, please, with all of the veg- all twelve of the vegetables?
0: Honestly, you can get anything you want at Subway because it's such a versatile little restaurant. You can really make it your own way.
1: That is why Subway is why I have thick hair. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why
0: I keep Subway on hand in my house in case <laughs> a future son-in-law ever comes over. I got to impress him with those good good subs. <laughs>
1: You gotta be ready
0: for these things.
1: At all times. With Subway. And only with Subway. Eat fresh. Eat fresh. What is...
0: (laughs) That also kind of came out of nowhere. They're like, wait until episode 11 for our sponsorships to kick in.
1: And then they will be half of the episode in... It's crazy because I know this is an older drama. I wouldn't say that K-dramas... Have at all in any way perfected product placement, but they have come a long way, and now I'm saying that.
0: I mean, I think of Crash Landing on You, and I think maybe <laughs> they're about the same level. Those kids were like, What? South Korea has fried chicken? <laughs> We should eat at a different fried chicken restaurant every night. (laughs) Like, no, we know that woman has never eaten fried chicken in her life. There's no K-drama actress on earth that you can convince me is eating fried chicken.
1: Yeah, she spits that out as soon as the camera turns off.
0: It's just still jarring to see it all over the place in K-dramas and be like, this is why, (laughs) this is your everything.
1: What are we doing? Yeah, it is. I mean, they're getting that cheddar, though, right? Like, get paid. What's up, Subway? If you want to contact Play on K, and um, we will say much nicer things about American Subways. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: promise, we'll do our best to be the best. For you. I would Subway.
1: start consistently eating at Subway if they wanted to sponsor us. Um just every day, constantly for most of my meals, I would eat Subway and talk about how much I love it.
0: I get that. That seems like a pretty low bar for sponsorship. So <laughs> let's do it. Let's get on this Subway train. <laughs> we will eat Subway if you sponsor us. That's our that's the deal. <laughs>
1: We'll uh, do it. We'll do it for you guys. So, the last uh, ten minutes of our podcast has completely devolved from talking about the actual K-drama. Is there anything else that we need to cover? Um, Can I just say,
0: not in a bad way, but the very last like five to ten minutes of episode 12 was a little bit dry for me. There was a little bit of like, okay, we see the flashback of An chi Su saying Lee jae body is under the stairs. We see Park young looking at the ground and being like, these are stairs. And looking at the dirt and being like, that's freshly dug dirt right there. And then yelling at Cha Soo-hyun to not ask him any questions because he's busy. He's holding a shovel. You can't talk to me while I'm holding a shovel. And then there's just like this very slow unraveling of him digging and her being like kind of sad and then finding the first bone and both of them being like, what's going on here? And I don't, I just feel like it was really weird to develop that scene so slowly when the audience knew what was going to happen
1: Yep, they told us and then they showed us, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the signal was just me
0: because
1: it was like 11
0: p.m. and I was like, I got to finish this before I go to bed. I put this off till the last minute <laughs> and I'm being dumb. But also, can we wrap this up? Like, just show me Cha Se-hyun crying. That's all this is going to end up being is her finding the body of her long-lost crush and being like, oh my god, this is the worst thing ever. But like, we know that's gonna happen. You're just making it happen so much more slowly.
1: Yeah, no, I completely agree that, yeah, that entire scene, and sometimes it does, I think, feel like it's dragged out when, uh, I also watched it when I was a little bit tired and I was just like, you know what (laughs) I'd love is my bed, my sleepy time.
0: 'Cause you can only watch it at night. I've tried to
1: watch this show during the day and it's so dark. It was shot entirely at nighttime. The glares. The glares from any amount of light in a single room. And you you Makes don't see impossible. anything. Yeah. I saw nothing. <laughs> see, and- Your honor, I will testify <laughs> that nothing happened. Nothing
0: happened. I watched the show in the light. Uh <laughs> yeah. Especially that last scene where he's just looking at the dirt. I was like, this is almost hard to see in the dead of night with just my screen on. <laughs> like, why is this the darkest show in so many different ways?
1: Yeah. I Don't think, make it so. I think I was just talking about lighting with Craig the other day and how different shows portray nighttime lighting and most shows are like, make it blue light And then we've watched a couple of K-dramas this year that, uh, I remember Guest was impossible to watch. (laughs) Or, yeah, The Guest was impossible to watch at any time except nighttime. It was the darkest Mm -hmm. show I've ever seen, and this is a runner-up, a close second. Mm -hmm. Almost tied.
0: Everything's at night. Everything is so poorly lit. (laughs) Yeah, It's fine. It's fine just when you're like i want to go to bed and i just have to watch 15 more minutes of this show maybe don't make the whole 15 minutes
1: staring at dirt yeah
0: maybe these didn't need to be an hour and 15 minute episodes yeah because that last 15 minutes was just staring at dirt (laughs) Mm.
1: calling you out (laughs) coming at you don't add us. Um, just kidding. If we're wrong, you can add us. Like, tell us we're wrong if we're wrong, you know? I guess. Gently. As as usual, I will request any critique on me or Emily be gentle because um, I personally am delicate always.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. I'm getting better
1: at taking criticism. I'll cry just a little bit, and then
0: <laughs> I'll consider what you're saying.
1: I start crying before I even know it's criticism, just to be safe. <laughs> I get pretty Come sad.
0: Yeah. If you want to at us, you can do so on Twitter or on Instagram. We're at play on, K on Twitter and at play on K Podcast on Instagram.
1: This week I'm going to hold it together. You just did social media. I've got email. Let's go. Playonkpodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. We're super, super behind on getting back to those, but we love to receive them. It makes our whole day. And we will get you back when we are mentally prepared to deal with anything besides dissociating and staring at the wall. Okay,
0: um, our website... Is playonk.com, and on our website you can find a link to our Patreon, all of our past episodes, you can sign up for our newsletter, and you can find our affiliates: NordVPN, Blueberry Podcast Hosting, and Skillshare.
1: Yeah, you did our website. I'll do our Patreon. We are play or er, we're Patreon.com/playonk uh there's a link on our website as well and go check out our tiers there's uh they're they're pretty cheap and there see if either is a good fit for supporting us from you to us
0: <laughs> um finally you did our patreon so i'll do our reviews if you want to leave us a review and a rating we would appreciate it so much as it helps other K drama podcast listeners, find our show. It means the world to us to read any nice things you have to say. If you do want to leave a full review, it would just make our whole day. As always, thank you all for listening.
1: Catch us next week for the final four episodes of Signal. And we love you, K. Bye.